0: Hello,
1: Yeah, uh, I'm Dave, and welcome back to the Unbelievable Meat Podcast. Luke, how are you doing?
0: Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Yourself?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, thanks. Um, yeah, all fine over here. Um, yeah. we don't have an eleven this week because we sometimes just like to mix it up a bit. All we yeah. do have is loads of random shit to talk about. So, do you want to start? Should I start? How are we gonna do this?
0: Uh, well, what well, I reckon what we'll do is we'll just talk bollocks and see where it goes we've got we've got sort of some stories that we've come across in the news uh but you know like dave says we haven't done an 11 because i think if we had done another 11 we've just i don't know we've we've done so many subjects now haven't we we have we'd, we'd have, must have, we'd have like... to border on like socially unacceptable subjects if we wanted to carry that on
1: yeah and, like uh... nick hutnall's best races <laughs> It would get into that sort
0: of territory, which we definitely don't want to do. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just, uh, this is just a a a bumper, bumper bollocks episode, basically, which is, you know, always good. Um, Yeah, so I was having a a little flip through sort of weird news and that, and to be honest, there's not a lot of weirdness going on at the minute uh, in terms of, like, the usual suspects, but... All I found was that the uh, world's oldest dog turned 31. And I think that was today. Excellent.
1: What's the name of the world's
0: oldest dog? Oh, hang on. That would be handy to know. Let me find his little face again. He's just dropped off. So I think he's, he's like a little Labrador or something. Hopefully this doesn't play because it's uh, a video. But He oh, must called... be... Hang on, yeah, he, he must oh, be Bobby. the only
1: Bobby. He must be the only dog still living who was born before the start of the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, so he's should, old, yeah, he's older should, than the prem, is Yeah, so they should bring him out, like, provided he's still yeah. around in August, bring him out for the first game of the season, but That's with mad, the match ball between his teeth.
0: Think about it that dog seen Alan Shearer lift the
1: prem. Yeah,
0: that's insane, isn't it? It is. There's, um, yeah, the little dog's called Bobby, his name's but his name's spelt unfortunately it's B O B I, which I'm pretty sure is the same spelling for uh Scottish slang for a penis.
1: For a penis, yes, I believe it,
0: (laughs) but. I had to quickly close that uh, news story because it is a little video on Sky News. And it was going to start playing and it probably would have bled onto the recording. But uh, when I closed it, the next headline that come up, and I'm not going to open it because it's a video again, but it says public warned of horny horny teen stallions. And it's wow. just a video of these randy horses on, a, on like a oh. village green somewhere. Just shaggy. Be aware. No, they're just sort of like looking intent. Probably got their dongs out, but the little play video uh, things over that. So
1: I wonder if they pixelate out the horse cocks. I don't know. Probably do. If it's local news, they probably do.
0: It's weird, isn't it? I wonder if they, yeah, would they, would, is that deemed unacceptable or is it just a bit of nature?
1: I don't know. If it's a, yeah, it's a good point actually because. Like most of what Attenborough does, is just watching animals. fall.
0: shag. Yeah. You, you
1: couldn't do like a BBC show that's on at six pm, like watching someone get railed in a car park.
0: <coughs> Maybe we've got it all they wrong. Have it. Maybe we've got it all wrong. Maybe he isn't a national hero. Maybe he's just an absolute pervert.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's actually <laughs> very plausible. Everyone's just, going,
0: oh, what a sweet old man. But he's just spent his entire career travelling the world
1: watching Animal Shag. Flying to Ecuador to watch a couple of <laughs> lemurs get it on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, braving a storm on the Galapagos to watch two giant tortoises. Fuck.
1: <laughs> Why is only ever filmed from the waist <laughs> up?
0: He's got a knighthood for that. Oh, unbelievable. I wonder if that's... that's awesome. uh, yeah, I just wonder if he's like... I don't know. Just Attenborough, the animal, shagger, bestiality. That's what we this eat. Is the beast This is getting for
1: libelous. I. This <laughs> is getting libelous. I was only suggesting that he walked.
0: Which oh, I that's think can stand- be
1: proven. Not that he joins that, it.
0: That's what his OBE stands for old bestiality enjoyer.
1: There we have it.
0: <laughs> there we have it. Fact. Fact. Um, One man. National's national treasure. Really, I
1: have a lot of weird news for you today. But I'm going to start with the oldest story, just from the yes. Guardian in October 1999. It's probably written around the same time as the story about that kid who turned yellow from drinking <laughs> too much sunny day, which we reference quite often. Here we go. Sir Alex cleared after motorway dash. <laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson, the manager of Manchester United, was yesterday found not guilty of illegal driving, illegally driving on a motorway hard shoulder after magistrates heard he had been suffering from severe diarrhoea and was trying to get to the toilet. Sir Alex was stopped by the police on the M6, it says m 602 I think that should be the M62, in Air to Greater Manchester last February at the height of Manchester United's campaign, which saw them win the Trouble of Premiership, FA Cup and European Cup. Sir Alex, Brilliant. 57. So Barry magistrates that he had been experiencing stomach cramps the night before being stopped by police and was continually visiting the toilet. Oh, I when I posted this story online, I made the point that in the space of the same season he saved a Champions League final and a pair of pants. <laughs> um but
0: yeah well technically it's the, the year United done the treble and he done the quadruple.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I suppose you would literally be shitting it if you've got like Arsenal in the semi final, Bayern Munich coming up in the final. No wonder he had a dodgy stomach.
0: Do you reckon that's where he coined the term squeaky
1: bumps? Squeaky bumps. I just thought that at the exact same moment. That's absolutely, it's entirely plausible. We can go, I think we should go back and check exactly when he first used that phrase. Yeah. It might genuinely correlate with when he was pulled over near Ackles near Dinner's yeah. shit.
0: Maybe just maybe he just pulled over, the police pulled him over and said, oh, hang on a minute, it's Fergie. And he just unwound his window and went, squeaky bomb
1: time. Also, I wonder what happened with his poo, because if the police stopped him, but while he was yeah. doing it, as opposed to like he must have been just getting his number plate afterwards, he's gotta go like sit in the back of a police car. Desperately trying not to poo his pants
0: <laughs> gets done for a dirty protest, and it just turns out that he's just accidentally shot himself. Yeah.
1: Was it Jason Punchin who ran off the pitch to have a poo when he was at Paris? Yeah. And then the next game he scored in, he did a celebration where he like, very rapidly pretended to wipe his bum.
0: Eric Dyer done that for Spurs as well in the Champions League, just ran, ran off the off pitch to have a
1: poo. Went, yeah.
0: I can't remember who he was playing now, he literally ran off, ran to the change rooms. it was it was on that um all or nothing documentary because the cameras followed him down the tunnel, and he was like oh, legging no. it. and then he cut and then he came back out and just went back on
1: when people are like, we want those all access documentaries. That's what you get. <laughs> that's what all access yeah. actually means.
0: yeah, cameraman just, in the bog,
1: yeah, just like a CCTV camera and Eric Dyer just like, Hurriedly squeezing out a log. Before he yeah, gets it's back quite and
0: fixed. quite telling that, that that and the moment that he climbed into the stands to have a fight with a fan was probably his two spurs. Most memorable, highlights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's, it's such an odd player, Eric Dyer. I mean, I know we do have like football themes on the podcast, so we'll just briefly sort of touch on Dyer, but he's such an odd player in a sense that. He had a period where he looked like he was going to be brilliant, and he's just he's just gone a bit Phil Jones, really. I think this is one
1: of those where we differ. I've never rated him at all, really.
0: No, I think I think for club, maybe not for country, because you would have probably seen him more at an England sort yeah. of level, where so, yeah. Week in, week out. I mean, for for Spurs, he he did have moments where. When Pochettino was playing him in a back three, he played him as a sort of a slightly more advanced centre-back, so almost just sitting behind the sort of central defensive mid- midfield position. And he looked really sort of good, but I don't know whether he looked good because he had Jan Vertonghen and Toby Alderwell with him, which is yeah. totally plausible because they were two world-class centre-backs. Yeah. You know? But, someone who, yeah,
1: um, someone who wasn't quite as comfortable, Luke, I'll translate this from the, the Dutch version, but Dolphin ran Dancer van Fingerboys aan, or Dolphin assaults Venga Boys Dancer. This is a story from back in 2013 that a colleague <coughs> of mine uh, drew to my attention the other week. Wengerboys <coughs> Dancer Robin Paws was taken to the hospital in Curacao for observation after he said he was assaulted by a dolphin. During the recording of a new Venger Boys video clip.
0: Brilliant.
1: So. Lots his, going on there. His, yeah, his agent said he is otherwise fine, but he is very shocked. They seem to do that more often with humans. Uh, well, I, I don't know for better, the better what other dolphins, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that way, then just some news that that week the uh, dance group will perform in Denmark. Uh, but Oz could join the quartet um, But well, They weren't sure basically because of The fact, there's not a lot of detail in the story But it's just funny that one of the Vendor Boys Was assaulted by a dolphin
0: Yeah, strange I mean, I suppose I get what they're saying When they say they do this with humans Because I, uh, I read a thing I can't remember if I read something Or I saw something about
1: I thought you were going to say caves? I've been I thought you were going to say, I've been attacked by a dolphin. No, I I've never this been is going attacked by a dolphin. I thought this was going to be a revelation live on air. As we no, I've never have. been
0: attacked. Never been attacked by a dolphin. Although I have uh, seen dolphins like out at sea whilst I've been on a boat before. And they're like, they are strangely switched on animals. You can almost sort of like, you know, like a dog, you can almost sense air emotion if you like from what they're up to. Dolphins are a bit like that. They're a bit like dogs. Like you can almost tell sort of what they want. Uh like they just want to play. They was coming up to the boat and stuff and was like just interested in us. But I have heard that like I say I watch I can't remember if I read or or watched something where there is a bit of an epidemic with dolphins raping humans in in the, the ocean.
1: Oh no. Like
0: drag it, drag it. Honestly, yeah, they they get like really randy and just drag people down into these caves under the water and have a way with them.
1: That would be a horrible way to go.
0: What a terrible, yeah. I mean, well, presumably the the victims survived because they told the tale. Otherwise, it just looked like a, a dolphin attack. But how, people come remember, up and. I
1: don't know. I wonder how long you could be underwater being, I'm not sure I've ever said it to people molested <laughs> by a dolphin yeah. um before it kind of got too much also imagine like having to be the priest who like led that funeral yeah we will never forget Jim who was sadly molested by a dolphin
0: <laughs> um I can I I'm just imagining the person surviving it and like purposefully buying non-dolphin friendly tuna for the rest of his life.
1: <laughs> Just like revenge. To... <laughs> which um, but thinking about the, the uh one of the eponymous vendor boys being assaulted by um a dolphin, which pop star would you most like to see attacked by which sea creature?
0: Oh, good question.
1: Um I'd like to see a shark go after Noel Gallagher.
0: Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. I was. That's something I, I would thinking...
1: actually
0: pay pay to watch. I think. Yeah, I'd I'd quite enjoy that. Just just maybe like like you say you know great white a, a couple of great whites just taking out the brothers the Gallagher brothers that'd be good. Yeah. But in in initially when you said that the first first thing I thought of was uh. H from steps being killed by a killer whale in a sort of Sea World style accident. You know, he's, no. he's got a job as a whale tamer now because he's. Oh, does he? he? No, no, but just oh. that's that's the scenario I'm building. I'm <laughs> very, very gullible. Um, <laughs> I, I almost I, wanted. To
1: I bring, mean, it was so that plausible truth. that I had started. It to could buy have happened.
0: It, it could have yeah. happened, couldn't it? Because uh, didn't something happen? Recently, where he was like, I don't know what he was doing. now. he was something happened where he was trending on Twitter. But he also there was got a time
1: there was a time accused. he was trending because unfortunately, Ian Watkins, the yeah, also named the same paedophile from Lost Prophets. I think people were tweeting at the Ronnie and Watkins like a much darker version of when people started tweeting Mike Dean Kanye's producer about
0: uh, a <laughs> referee and decision. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I was going to say, it's unfortunate they were both named H, but, you know, it's it was the wrong name they went for. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah, just I can just imagine him, like, you know, pop career's gone to shit, so he's got a job as a whale tamer because he likes dancing and being the centre of attention. Uh, and I can just imagine him, like, doing steps covers on that little microphone they have. And uh, Big Shamu comes up and drags him to the bottom of the tank. Wipes him
1: out. I can imagine Brian Harvey being a zookeeper.
0: Yeah. I reckon Brian Harvey would be one of those people who got his face ripped off by a chimp. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah it'd be like the like guy a headline, his like... arm torn off on Tiger King.
0: <laughs> yeah. It'd, but yeah, it'd be like... Yeah, head, a headline. I'm trying to think of some sort of like a 17-related grim animal attack headline. Uh, like, I don't know, slay another day. Or slay another right. day. He's been yeah. slayed by a orangutan or something. Just horrendous. I reckon it would be, I reckon he would I don't think he'd get attacked by, like, a lion or something like that, because I think that would be too normal. I reckon he'd get, like, killed by a comedy animal, like, I don't know, bro, uh. A seventeen-star Brian Harvey eaten alive by mongooses or something, or mongooses. Or was that
1: uh, iconic um, Sunday Sport headline, wasn't there, about the Newcastle fan who got bummed to death by a zebra?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and he that, Obviously, um,
1: mistook him for another zebra. Yeah, and there was
0: that other one as well. You just reminded me about uh, animal deaths in the sport. It was the uh, Gordon Ramsay midget got killed by badgers? Remember that?
1: Yeah, I do. <laughs> Uh, there's been so many of those sorts in the Sunday sport. There was obviously Louis van Gaal's section, <coughs> with my wife. Yeah. Which is one of my favourites ever.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. I wonder how many uh, like what? I wonder what animal causes the most human deaths per year worldwide.
1: Probably something really that there's a lot of.
0: Because I know hippos kill the most people in Africa.
1: But the, I'm just trying to think. there aren't many hippo, I bet it's something like cows, just because so many yeah. countries have cows. That like, yeah, like just by the accidents. the sheer number of of cows. Yeah.
0: I reckon it's either cows or like dogs shaking babies. You know when they just rip the rip them toddlers and that a bit. I reckon that's quite high. That probably happens all over the world at quite a high level, especially in places like, you know, Chicago and stuff where people have just got their massive pit bulls on the run. You know, just I reckon they contribute quite a high amount. Do
1: you reckon that Pitbull it... has ever committed a murder?
0: <laughs> what, Pitbull the, the singer? Yes. Yeah, I reckon he has. I reckon that's why he uses the alias Mr. Worldwide to confuse Interpol.
1: That's a very good point.
0: Again, yeah, mystery. So when he when he releases a song, they go, "Oh, look, this song's by Pitbull," and they go, "Oh, brilliant, we found him." And then they play the song, and he just keeps saying, "Mr. Worldwide." They go, "No, wrong guy." But we thought this was Pitbull, but it's Mr. Worldwide. Well, we're gonna have to carry on looking for him.
1: This is completely off topic, but I just wanted to mention this on the show. I think I told you this. My favorite, like, fact or revelation of the last few weeks is that. One of the dogs in the movie Gladiator is the same dog as Wellard in EastEnders. Yeah, brilliant. What a, what a versatile career!
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dean Gaffney hasn't even managed that, hmm. and he uh, oddly he played Wellard's owner, you know, and yet he can't even manage.
1: Gladiator I mean, so much- would have been such a different film with Dean Gaffney in the lead.
0: Yeah, I reckon Dean Gaffney would have made a good uh, what's his name, um, the Emperor in it. Oh, what was he called? Wasn't it? No, they're all, they're all called Claudius. that,
1: yeah. Claudius.
0: Yeah, it was something, wasn't it? I can't remember. What it was now. it wasn't uh, Caligula or someone like that, was it? But it was, it was, it was like the work the. What, historically one of the worst emperors who in it's a true story literally did become uh, a gladiator himself.
1: If you're listening, let us know who do you think the worst emperor is.
0: Yeah, if you're if you're yeah. you know into ancient Rome, who's your worst emperor? Probably I mean, don't I think mine would be
1: Rome. mine would be Palpatine.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. Don't have to limit it to, to Rome. We can go into galactic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've got. I'm trying to think of other famous emperors, but I can't think of any. It's mm. literally Roman emperors. We forgot and to Emperor Palpatine. Yeah,
1: we forgot to prepare our list of
0: um favorite emperors. Worst
1: emperors, yeah, best and Maybe... worst emperors. I'll do that for the um, next show. Maybe an emperor eleven.
0: Emperor penguin.
1: That's, yeah. yeah. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, returning to weird old football news. Another one I found: Bristol Rovers fans caught a glimpse of adult TV channel Babe Station at halftime in their League Cup game against Crawley on Tuesday night. It's from a few years Brilliant. ago. The X-rated channel was turned on as fans watched the screen in a bar at the Memorial Stadium. The club announced that an investigation is underway to find who switched <laughs> the TV channel. What? A... Imagine being a detective on that. Yeah. What am I gonna I, get? You know a, like a, a murder, a crime ring, a drug smuggling? No, you <sighs> have to find out who turned on Babe Station in the Bristol Rovers club lounge. I,
0: I don't even have to visit the crime scene to know who done that. There was only one man that fits the bill is Stephen Ian
1: Holloway or Stephen Dawson. Yeah, <laughs> it, there should be a nope. CCTV of him in the Bristol area. But this has reminded me of um, when I went to Germany when I was about 14, 15. I went with my dad, and for <coughs> we put on Eurosport in the um, like the hostel bar. Yeah, and at the time we put Eurosport on, it was like actual sport. It was, I can't remember, it was like MotoGP or something. And then we like, once you get a drink, it came back and Eurosport had gone on to being like a softcore porn, basically, which is apparently what it's like in Germany. And so we came back from the bar and what was on TV was just a woman (laughs) soaping her tits, um, lying on a car. And we were just like pretending that we hadn't put Eurosport on in the first place. It's just like a bit of a surprise going for like a drink and then coming back and being like, oh, that's some porn.
0: <laughs> I'm always quite amazed that that's like, that Germans are so laid back about that. Because I wonder when if that's like to, a recent thing with Germans. I don't
1: know. When I went to Bulgaria, there was just hardcore porn on cable TV. Brilliant. And they, they just had it on like a hotel TV. And I went on like a lad's holiday there when I was about 18 um yeah. and yeah just we're just channel flicking and it was just like oh
0: what just in the middle of the day yeah brilliant
1: yeah but was, then it, I, think, I, I think yeah so. but yeah there was just a cable that. channel on anyway it was free to air yeah. and yeah. it wasn't like television x it was like someone actually getting up the back side. it was oh. yeah, very much like itv4 where they show actual penetration
0: Bulgarian version but yeah I can imagine that they do have that sort of like hard harder hard-core stuff in like the Balkans just imagine so- like a bloke with a cigarette watching. I don't know
1: what it is but there's something seedier about porn on TV I yeah. don't
0: know
1: why and also I've said this to you before there's something like weirdly like a bit dirty about sex shops you never yeah. really think that about just like Pornhub. I don't know, there's something about the idea of like a physical sex shop. I think, I I
0: genuinely think it's the, the difference between being overtly into it, if that makes sense. So, like, you know, everyone sort of watches it and everyone knows that it exists, but it's if it's on the internet and you sort of watch it in your own privacy, it's like it's almost like It's almost like taking drugs in a sense. Like You know, you get like functioning heroin addicts that sort of take it quietly, don't really tell anyone that they take it and just get on with life. And then you get like the heroin addicts that are in town asking for a quid. They're the people that go to the sex shops. They're, They're just openly into it. And I think it's that sort of overt, perverted, overtness...
1: Yeah, sort of and I guess a little
0: bit odd a little bit seedy yeah i
1: guess that i guess that's part of it yeah because i if i see an advert online for like a flashlight i'm like oh whatever but if i walk past a shop and they're selling dildos i'm like <laughs> dildos that's
0: it, funny yeah yeah Whereas it is that i think when like you physically that online, see it you're just like whatever okay, it's just an advert, it's an advert online isn't it yeah yeah but equally as well like I think if again, even then, like I imagine that's probably why like online shops like that do really well, because there's that disconnection between buying it, you know, you buy it, you might order something and it might turn up in the post and you're like, Oh yeah, I ordered that a couple of days ago you're almost giving yourself a breather between ordering it and getting it. Whereas I think if you physically went into a shop, picked a flashlight up and walked to the counter with it at some point in that transaction you might say to yourself what the fuck am i doing here I'm
1: i also think like this. if you are dealing like remotely you can email somewhere and say like can i get a replacement dildo uh which is two inches longer but <coughs> back in yeah. the shop. then again we talked about yeah, not stephen quite doing it. we talked about stephen dawson he famously returned a transsexual dvd <laughs> yeah Shopping he's seller. always
0: taking them back, and he? he's he's taking them back all the time, sort of going, like this wasn't for me. Or maybe he's like getting a watch out of it and going, Yeah, that was great, but I don't intend them. I think he
1: it. might be doing that. Someone I know used to work in the returns at Marks and Spencer's and they said that people would always like be bringing stuff back that they'd clearly worn.
0: Yeah, it's always a suit. Like,
1: Oh, I don't like this, like I didn't this dress didn't fit me and it's like, Why have you got food? Screwed on yeah, it. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm not yeah. really a
0: fan of this three-piece suit. Oh, is that spaghetti on the? Yeah, I've worn it out to a meal or something. Yeah, people just swinging the lead in it, really. But to do that with a with a DVD, oh, it just reminded me. Actually, I remember years ago when my dad kept getting these uh, porn DVDs through the post, just arriving, and it turns out his brother signed him up for like a subscription service for a laugh. But his thing, they just kept turning up, but it was like stuff like backseat black bitches and stuff like that, and it was it was labelled on the on the envelope. Just kept arriving, and uh, yeah, it's. Just how many did brother. he?
1: How many did he get before this was? discovered? About,
0: must uh, there was loads of them. He knew straight away who it was because his brother used to phone him up, like. Every other night and they used to have a chat on the phone and he was like, Yeah, just he obviously was like, Oh, have you watched any good films lately? Just kept dropping I, it in <laughs> and he just knew what it was. But yeah, I thought it just, just my... kept
1: dropping it in might have been one of the titles. <laughs> yeah, no, my
0: dad's uh my dad's brother was always like that. He, yeah, just randomly signed him up. He, he used to give like his number out for these like knob extension adverts and stuff like that as well. Just give my dad's number. So, dad randomly get these texts come through or people phoning him up all the time. But, uh, do you think yeah. your
1: dad's brother could also be responsible for the time you got posted a closer picture of Steve Buscemi <laughs> It your, wouldn't surprise me. I, 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 no, it would,
0: it would surprise me. Yeah, no, I don't know that. Yeah, he could be. I mean, it's the sort of thing he might do, but I'd be a bit worried if it was him. But uh, yeah, he used to just used to do random shit. Like that. I remember it was my, uh I think it was like my thirteenth birthday or something. He just got me a condom inside my birthday card. Just I obviously opened it up in front of everyone and it dropped out. It was really embarrassing. It's just like yeah. oh. <laughs> I can't remember if he, I can't remember if he gave me one in a packet or if he took it out of the packet and put it in the card.
1: One of my most shameful memories is from. My birthday party when I was it would have been either 10 or 11 and there was a giant bowling ball mascot uh, like a man who was I don't know he was like um what do you call it like a bowling pin
0: oh yeah yeah uh,
1: and yeah. me and my mate's just <laughs> slapping him <laughs> and I think it's probably just like some poor lad who like this was his Saturday job <clears throat> but we basically just attacked this giant bowling pin. And I still, like inside some, the suit I still sometimes think about it and feel bad. So, Brilliant. if you were listening, bowling pin man from Mega Bowl in Macclesfield from circa about 2001, I'm really sorry. And <laughs> i done it,
0: I th- yeah. We all, I think we all do like stuff like that as a kid, don't we? I remember when uh, I went to Disneyland when I was like really small. Um, I went to meet mickey mouse and get his autograph and uh all i can remember doing was he he like i had a little autograph book gave him a pen and he just had these really white gloves on obviously like they were bigger than his hands but i just remember drawing on the gloves with my pen just being like oh yeah i just want to draw on that it's like oh shit must have ruined like a really expensive mickey mouse costume so it's got ink on his hands now sorry
1: yeah. Just it's weird being a kid. That. Sometimes you just do stupid things like just on an impulse. I never did anything like really bad, but just like no. Just you kind of do stuff just to see what happens.
0: Yeah, I think I was only about five when I done that. It's like but I don't know. Oh, in, in which just...
1: case, mate, you were just a little shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and no, I just remember like just remember that really vividly. That that's. I mean, I can only remember a handful of things about going there because I was so young. That and being lied to to get onto Splash Mountain was uh, another one. Oh, because
1: you were too young or too short.
0: You mean? No, no, I, my parents just told me it was a different ride, and I wasn't expecting the oh. massive log drop at the end of it. That's when I, that's where that picture of me being absolutely terrified comes from.
1: Do you know who else wasn't expecting a massive lock drop? Sir <laughs> <God>. Alex Ferguson.
0: Or <laughs> the police officers that arrested yeah.
1: <laughs> him. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Brilliant. Can you imagine God. being the officers that nicked him for that at the time? Like going home to your missus. Oh, you never guess who I'll stop today. Fergie. Fergie height he was of his bust, career.
1: busting for a pit. <laughs> Imagine you know, like, watching a Champions League final in a pub and you're just like, that man's shot in my car. Yeah. You see the
0: one with the trophy. Yeah. 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 You see the bloke lifting the Champions League? Yeah. Yeah, he's the one. He's shot in my car. Oh,
1: one my one of my friends, I may mean, have told this story on the show before, I can't remember, um, worked for Thames Valley Police. And she wants to chase a man who had <coughs> hidden a <clean> coy <coughs> carp down his pants.
0: Brilliant. I thought you can say up his ass then.
1: No, no, just down his pants. So they basically had to wrestle a uh, like still flailing carp out of this man's pants. I don't know How what he... he planned to do with it. Did it die? I don't know. I'm not sure what happened oh, to it. God. I think they like just. I don't know. I'm um... I... Bit, bit it is a while it's a, wild, it's a while pants. since I've discussed this with her. And so I think it's been too long to be. I probably heard yeah, this you... story like three or four years ago. I can't really be like, Do you remember that one time you told me about wrestling a carp out of a man's pants? <laughs> uh, did I just need to know, did the carp live?
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't just come back into that.
1: I'll call at like around. two AM. Well,
0: not spoke to you in a while. Uh remember that carp?
1: you know down my man's pants
0: yeah but worryingly he had it down his pants and have you ever seen a koi carp like eat
1: oh i imagine it probably tried to like nibble his
0: nuts he must have been like yeah they always the people you know if you put your finger in water in a koi carp it will come up and suck your finger so all I can imagine is that he was trying to get noshed off. By that's right, car. that's right,
1: Dave David, David Adams.
0: Adam <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. <clears throat> Literally fillet O fish.
1: Have you ever hid anything unusual down your pants?
0: Uh I'm trying to think now, have I? Don't know. I'll tell you what I have done before. Once, when I was like younger, uh, this is when I was still living at home, and I had to. I think I was taking like food up into my bedroom or something. I didn't have any spare hands, so I put my mobile <laughs> phone. <into laughs> I'm sorry. Any
1: didn't have any spare hands. It makes you yeah, sound no. like you have a couple
0: <laughs> that you can sometimes remember to bring yeah. with you. No, I didn't have any hands like spare to to take <laughs> stuff okay so I'll, okay i put my uh put my mobile phone between my bum cheeks and carried up like food and drink in my hands.
1: Did anyone call did it vibrate?
0: No nah, sadly sadly would have might have been a different my life might have gone on a different tangent it had it happened That you know if I'd enjoyed it but uh yeah I mean, yeah it would be weird wouldn't it, if i uh went off at a different trajectory in life. For a purely
1: accidental bum phone incident. Phone so up the bum, of course, signed by Paul McCartney and Wins.
0: <laughs> Talking of Paul McCartney, uh lots of uh conspiracies resurfacing about his death when he was younger.
1: Yeah, and, so uh, we we talked about this before the show a little bit. I used to believe the conspiracy theory that Paul McCartney had died in the 60s and had Mm. been replaced by a man named Billy Shears. Um, And there's actually a book about this called Turn Me On, Dead Man, um, which is very entertaining. Um, But yeah, so (laughs) when you mentioned this, I was like, oh, I know this theory well. I used to believe this when I was about 15.
0: I don't know if I actually do.
1: No, it's bollocks. It's not true. Yeah, but what
0: about all that stuff with Heather Mills? She said that's uh, that's what she basically wasn't allowed to say, and then they had a big court cool battle over it and stuff. She was threatening to to release info that it wasn't Paul
1: McCartney, wasn't she? Is that what she has claimed, or pe- other people have claimed?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, she was. She was saying, "Oh, yeah, I've got uh, I've got stuff here that's like." going to blow the the top off of it all and I'm not allowed to say it I the thing
1: the thing I don't believe about it is if so if you got roped into being Paul McCartney you do it until the Beatles broke up and then you probably just go off and like try and live a quiet life and so would you really want to commit to the bit of being Paul McCartney for 55 years? And still if be it made me in, of, and still
0: it me doing, millions of quid. Yeah, but still, forward.
1: like Senior Paul McCartney, and in all that time, never Maybe really enjoyed it. I, I just think you, I just think the facade would crack at some point. I
0: don't know. Put it this way, right? If someone come up to you now and said, "Blah, Mandingo's died in a horrible car accident. Would you like to take his place for the rest of your life? Would you? You jump at the." opportunity and you'd never tell anyone
1: no i think it might be <laughs> uh, quite um visible fairly quickly that i was not a legendary porn star um, I,
0: they could just say that he's uh developed ade- that, thing
1: that michael jackson has i'm adequately on, proportioned let's go with that um but not superhumanly so um but i i just think um, just to stop talking about my cock for a minute, um, <laughs> I I just think that it, I just think for, you would have to be just the best liar to pretend yeah. to be someone else. The only for other explanation is, and for nobody, and to never like slip accidentally up. say your real name or slip up or anything. That for mm. me is like one of the big things. It's, I, I just think it would be too difficult. What about,
0: I've got an, one last clutch at straw here. Uh, what if the person who was stepping in to become Paul McCartney was hypnotised? But it's
1: never you, been... you can't, I don't think you can be hypnotised for that long. I think well, you yeah, can if be no one clicks their fingers. Of, of hypnosis. I think it wears off naturally. Do you remember like the Family Guy episode where they give Peter those drugs that make him gay and they don't know how long (laughs) it's going to last? I think hypnosis is very much like that. I don't think it's like, I don't know. I don't think I could hypnotize you to believe that you (laughs) went in England off freaky eaters, the man who could only eat spaghetti hoops and uh, toast. It might work for like do. a couple of weeks, but you wouldn't still only be eating spaghetti hoops and toast fifty no,
0: years down I mean, the line. I don't know though, because I was think that's the if that is true, then I, maybe I've changed. Tra- I've changed my view on uh, hypnosis because the only reason I've never been hypnotized because I've always worried that the hypnotizer would like go oh, right when I clip my fingers, you think you're a chicken, right, and then. He clicks his fingers. I wake up and I think I'm a chicken. The bloke who's hypnotised me then has a heart attack, dies, and I'm stuck as a chicken for the rest of my life.
1: I think your kids would find it really entertaining if you thought you were a chicken. It would be tiring though, wouldn't it? It would be hours of fun.
0: Neck would really hurt.
1: Dad, could have some breakfast. Yeah, just got some lovely bird seed for us. Yeah. No, I just, just I
0: wouldn't be able I wouldn't even understand them. So I'd just be clucking away,
1: the way. Just laying egg living eggs. in the garden. No, but you wouldn't actually be a chicken. You wouldn't be able to lay an egg <laughs> if you were a no, human and you thought he was a chicken.
0: Shitting everywhere chitting instead. Everywhere.
1: Like Sir Alex. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what I I'm sorry I'm sorry, I'd like to say that Sir Alex is probably the greatest football manager of all time. But it is funny that he nearly. <laughs> that. I like the fact that he's
0: been reduced to being remembered for almost shitting himself on <laughs> the show <laughs> as well. <laughs> That's it. We really so, yeah, have gra- no re-
1: we really have no respect for
0: anyone or anything. No, no authority. Yeah. The if joy you, of including ourselves. Yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, if you're almost uh, almost shit yourself on the M26, unfortunately, all those league titles go out the window. Yeah. That's what we're focusing on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's the case then with hypnosis, I might rethink it. But
1: we should go and get hit, We it. should do like a live episode where we go and get hypnotized together and record.
0: Yeah. See what he does. I, I, I don't know. I always thought, like, what I've always thought as well the other side of it is what if you go to a hypnotist? <clears throat> and they hypnotize you. And it doesn't work. Would you just play along out of politeness?
1: Or... no. I uh, so I know <laughs> I know mean, because I remember when I was a kid, I was involved brought from the audience to be involved in a magic trick at a show. And when yeah. they kept saying like, This guy, he's not in the box anymore, I would just keep yelling like, I'm in the box, or whatever <laughs> it was. And the guy got really annoyed and swore at me. Really? Yeah, but I was just like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend I'm not in the box. I'm in the box. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. I'd be like, well, I'm not hypnotised. It's not worked.
0: Do you know, do you know that's and, what right, my shows. I've always found this really uh weird, right? My parents, obviously, I wasn't born yet, but my parents at their wedding had a magic blow come out. My mum got cut in half
1: on her wedding day.
0: What? How weird is that? I'm sorry,
1: what? it? We're 35 shows in, episodes in yeah. the show. And I've known <laughs> you for, what, four years? I've never heard about your mum yeah. getting cut in half by like a magician on her wedding. Yeah, night. I've just who, remembered who it. Who hired the magician? Who's idea uh, they was They did,
0: I think. I think they just right, thought, yeah, that'd be good. And they just got a magician out good. at the reception. Wedding to make reception. sure people
1: are, people are entertained <laughs> during the marriage. Yeah, you may I now slice the bride. I've
0: just remembered that. I'm sure that happened, unless I've, unless it's another unless one of those. You were uh,
1: hypnotised to believe that your mum was. No, I'm, I'll,
0: text off her her magician. You know. I'll text her yeah,
1: after
0: you know. Do. i Yeah, please do. I'm I'm please almost do. certain. I remember when I was younger, my mum saying like, "Oh yeah, remember that? Remember when I got cutting off on our wedding to my dad?" Yeah, and, no, there were people and up, watching,
1: and then she she's panicked and gone. I'm a magician. I'm <laughs> a magician. Um, no, I think yeah,
0: no, I think they did. I'm sure I've seen photos of it where it's like <clears throat> right. her legs well, are I'll over you, one place and her head's in the other place.
1: I'll
0: take your word for it, bops. and
1: if it turns out not to be true, we'll post a retraction.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure that, that is true. But then, like I say, I did text you the other day and said I've been having those weird, uh. Misremembered sort of things in my memory, where I thought that scene from on the buses was in The Godfather. Oh
1: Godfather, but I think we're all like that. I like our memories are not fixed; they're kind of fluid, and they're also affected by other things that happen to us. And like two people can like experience the same event and not remember it yeah. the same. Yeah.
0: So... Yes. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Weird, but yeah, no, I then not I genuinely, uh, <clears throat> I've had a couple of them. I had another one as well. Do you remember, um, when Dexy's Midnight Runner was on, uh, Top of the Pops and they'd done Jackie Wilson Says and they put out, yeah, with Jocky Jocky Wilson's Wilson.
1: face? I do, yeah,
0: but for some reason, I remembered it to be that picture of Jockie Wilson in the bath with a pint of beer.
1: Oh, that would have been even <clears throat> better. No, it was just a close up of his face, <clears throat> um... yeah, no, that's why, that's why, uh
0: for some reason in my head I had that it was that
1: Uh, Yeah, I think our memories are less like a photograph more like do you remember that really bad fresco of Jesus that went viral yeah it's more like that like stuff is comes back as like a distorted version of what it really was Yeah.
0: saying that I wonder if it's linked to just having like mental dreams. I've been having loads of really weird dreams lately. Like
1: I always for, do.
0: For, for but like, I mean, what sort of things are you dreaming of? That are they are they like really vivid? And you just wake up and you feel like you've lived it.
1: Yes, I
0: get yeah. that a lot. Yeah, I get it. I get it all the time, and I just like I, I wake up and I just feel absolutely shattered half the time because I yeah. feel like I've been awake. But the one that's like stuck with me recently,
1: Hello, <laughs> hello drink.
0: and welcome to Unbelievable Therapy. <laughs> yeah. Well no, but it's it's, just, it, but it's, it's true though. One. It's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> the one that struck me recently is I had a dream and I, I can't stop thinking about it. And I was I dreamt and it was like really vivid and like I can remember lots of details from it, which is unusual. But I dreamt that I was trapped in the one of the twin towers after a plane had hit it, and I was above where the plane had hit. So I couldn't go down to escape. And it was just, yeah, I was just in it for, However, it felt like hours, but obviously that was only up for a few minutes after the plane flew into it, wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's just bizarre. And then the building started to collapse and it fell towards the other one. And I sort of got in a window of one. And as it got close to the floor, I jumped out of the window and survived.
1: When I was a school, there was a girl in my um geography class who claimed that her uncle had died in nine eleven was not true.
0: No. no, I thought he was gonna say she claimed it in like nineteen ninety eight or something
1: Oh no, no, yeah. um, no, she just claimed that her uncle had died in nine eleven It turned out like she had an uncle in America, but he was fine. Uh.
0: I always like you about you telling me about that girl in your year at school that said why Australia didn't phone up and warn us.
1: It's the same girl. It's the same girl. <laughs> it's the same girl, mate. I'm genuinely... I just
0: forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah, it's the same girl. Yeah. Got upset. Oh, one day to warn us about my uncle. Mm-hmm. Could have got everyone out.
1: Yeah. That's that a weird way it, of yeah.
0: looking at time, though, isn't it? Imagine if that is how time worked.
1: I don't want to imagine that that time worked; it will melt my brain. People in Australia are not in the future.
0: That'll be bizarre Um, because, like, someone in North. That that
1: said, though, people in Wales are in the past.
0: Yeah, no, that's That's, true. Yeah, Yeah, especially in Porthmadog. Yeah, but no, I was was thinking, if that was if that was how time worked, that'd be weird because even if you lived in Penzance. You'll have died in Norfolk before you died in Penzant.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So people would hear and just be like, "Just to let you know, mate,
0: you're gonna. You you gonna got a gonna... couple of minutes. Yeah, you got about seven minutes. It's about seven minutes difference in time.
1: Just enough time to bash one out before you go. Yeah,
0: oh, quick. yeah, quick, get the uh, get the dog fart <laughs> logged in. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that would be bizarre if time were like that. <clears throat>
1: Thankfully, it doesn't. No. Um, The last story I had for you today, Luke, and I'm sure I'll reload it oh, yeah. because there are loads of adverts in the way of the page. Uh, yes, here we go, from the Mirror. This was a, quite recent. Boy 12 holds rave in school toilet until teacher sees his equipment. This also Brilliant. happened in Manchester, where Sir Alex and almost pooed his pants. Um, yeah. So a rave organised by a 12-year-old boy in his school's toilets lasted just 30 minutes before teachers shut it down, where his parents say he did nothing wrong. Carl uh, Bell advertised the underground event held on December 11th on Snapchat a week earlier with all in attendance to the lunchtime gig offered a Cadbury twirl and a bottle of LucasAid.
0: Brilliant. One event.
1: I mean, to be fair, list. if it
0: was at lunchtime, he hasn't done anything wrong, has he?
1: No, he hasn't. The guest list included all year eight boys at St. Anthony's College in Ermston oh, yeah. in Trafford, and so the aspiring DJ in charge of music after smuggling in his speakers and other kit, his mum received a call from her son's school after the rave was busted and shut down. Um, To be honest, this is very much the kind of thing I did at school I ran an unlicensed film club sometimes on lunchtimes until one of the teachers got involved and basically said, we can run this properly or you don't do it. Also, there was obviously my Britney Spears photo scam, which we discussed on this show before. So I very much much think if I had had that kind of equipment, like organising a rave in the looms, is absolutely the kind of thing I would have done at school. That so yes, mean, yeah, F-Ox, good lad.
0: Yeah, fair enough to him. I mean, you know, if he's making a couple of quid out of it, uh, or just getting his u- deep skills in,
1: you know. To be honest, I have also been to a rave in a metaphorical toilet in Manchester, um, but oh. not not a not a literal one, just a club that resembled one.
0: Oh right, oh, uh, but he's going to say you went like down the canals or something where people just urinate, so it is technically a toilet. No, no. no, it's like a, uh, yeah, I mean, fair fair play to him. I'm trying to think if there's anything mad like that that went on at school, but I think at my if school... You organized,
1: really. If you organised the rave for a load of Year 8 boys, do you think your neighbours would complain?
0: Uh, probably now, seeing as now I'm 32, Uh, a few complaints might go in that I'm yeah. organising raves for Year 8 boys, but... <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, yeah. Saying saying that, can we just confirm that when it says the teacher saw his equipment, but the, oh, the teacher was,
1: <laughs> was, I, I, was talking about I, his I turntable. But I I assume so. There's nothing to suggest to the contrary.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, no, I don't think anything like that happened at my school. Really, I think the most sort of the closest thing to that was like the year 11s offering takeaways at lunchtime.
1: So order, oh, I did yeah. Order
0: a, order a pizza and I remember one year it was like it must have been like winter term or said like, just before Christmas term or something. And uh the deputy head saw these like year elevens taking a pizza off of a bloke over the fence and uh, she like come running over and there was like a slight slope near where it was and she sort of twisted her ankle and fell, rolled down this sort of hill and I think she broke her ankle, but everyone just left her because it was sort of around the back of the tennis court. She was just there for hours.
1: Do you think she ran after the pizza to scold them or to try and get a slice?
0: I think it was to tell up to say, look, you shouldn't be doing this. So she twisted her ankle, fell over, and everyone just sort of was like, yeah, no, we're picking the pizza up from this area because it's secluded. No one saw her. Everyone went back into class and uh, yeah, no one found her till like the end of the day, I think. Was was she just want to
1: check? Was she still alive
0: at this point? Yeah, she was Okay. weirdly. No, weirdly, she took her daughter to school with her who was like a kid and uh, they just found her like laid outside. And her daughter had laid her jacket over her to try and keep her warm. And yeah, it's just odd the whole thing she was just laying out there going oh broke my ankle rather than just sending their daughter off to go and get someone
1: to be fair i could very much imagine myself getting injured running after a pizza <laughs> i think if anything really bad were to happen to me that would probably be
0: yeah i mean because everyone scenario. thought it was like one of those urban myths to begin with oh you know she was just left out there but then she came back and she was on crutches so We had a a very
1: obese teacher who got stuck
0: in a chair and they had to call the fire department. So there you go. We had had a little uh, gay Australian bloke called Mr. Swanson, or Swenson, I think he was called. And uh, he always used to sort of come over to us and go like, oh, uh, do you want to give – do you want to uh, – I can't remember what he said, why he even said it now. He always used to use the term rooting." For like, oh yes uh, he was just go oh yeah do you want to give uh, give those girls a route or something like that and uh the only thing I remember of it is our like year 11 common area was above the entrance to the cafe uh, and like the cafeteria bit underneath and someone no, got...
1: was it was the cafe like a canteen or I'm picturing like the max from say by the back
0: <laughs> no, no it wasn't like that it was it was just a cat basically just a big canteen with like French classes around the outside of it and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, you could sort of, one of the windows opened up and it was directly above the door. Someone went in the box, got loads of tissue paper, wet it. And when he came out, threw it down, he was bald and it just stuck to his head. This big ball of wet tissue paper. And that's pretty much the only, one of the only things I remember about him really, just his face carrying out a little tray of food with a beef burger on or something. And, uh, Big wet tissue ball, splat Mr. Svensson.
1: Out. If you're listening now, we hope your head is dry. You know, yeah, we hope know your head's stuff. dry
0: and you're doing lots of rooting.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and on that very wholesome note, Luke, I don't have anything more. You,
0: no, no, nothing. No,
1: all right. Well, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, it's been wild as usual, yeah. And, um, if you do get caught driving down a hard shoulder, just tell the police that you needed a shit.
0: Yeah, just say you need a shit. Oh, and uh, yeah, send your, uh, your favourite emperors in on a postcard, please.
1: Yep, absolutely. <laughs> bye bye.
0: Bye.